Hello and welcome back to There Will Be Spoilers, 100 Films, 100 Podcasts, Rundown Edition. Rundown Edition. My name is Matt Bazell. My name is Ethan Knight. We're not going to fool around anymore. This is the 18th rundown and we're going to jump right into it. Jumping. Number 100 is Ben-Hur. It's a movie that is allegorically about Jesus, but then actually also about Jesus because Jesus shows up like three-fourths through. Number 99, Toy Story. There are four of these movies now. Probably didn't need to be that many. We learned it all in one. Treat your toys well. Be a good friend. Number 98 is Yankee Doodle Dandy. It's one of those song and dance numbers that were very popular at the time as per the list. And I think he wins the Medal of Honor, which I know I keep saying that, but I mean, it's so wild. The co- It was the Congressional Medal of Honor? Yeah. I mean, I think Shit. they call it something even- slightly different, but... Oh, I was just going to say even Rush Limbaugh got, gets one of those. Shit. Anyone can have one. <laughs> like You're like, here's my political statement, but I also want to keep driving it home. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's me, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm like, move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why are we not going? Uh, <laughs> number 97, Blade Runner. Uh, replicants. Are they real? Is reality are real? Are they real? <laughs> Are they real? They might be. Uh, yeah. Who is it? Are, are any of us real? That's really the message of that movie. Number 96 is Do the Right Thing. This is a movie about racism bubbling over and perhaps how at that time and maybe even now we're all just one step away from our own destruction because of our differences and perceived differences. How eloquent. Number 95, The Last Picture Show. Uh, This one I remember there is um, a May-December relationship. It's about a small town. And I wish this was the last time I was talking about it. Number 94 is Pulp Fiction. It is a film about, you guessed it, Pulp Fiction. These stories that intertwine, intersect, that have, you know, violence and sex and drugs all mixed in. Number 93, The French Connection. This is really best known for its car chase scene. That's about it. Number 92 is Goodfellas. It is a mobster film, you know, the American mafia, and it's got Ray Liotta in it, and he eventually has to settle in the suburbs, the ultimate hell. Number 91, Sophie's Choice. This is about uh, lingering trauma after World War II. It was not a good time to be a Jew then and afterwards you deal with the repercussions number 90 is swing times another song and dance film as i mentioned in the previous entry this one i think is fred astaire yes ginger rogers Rogers. yep that's all i know that's all we need to know number 89 the sixth sense whoops this is called there will be spoilers you know uh bruce willie was a ghost the entire time and he helps a little boy with trauma or the little boy helps him. You know, I like to think they helped each other. They helped each other. That's like a hot us. take. <laughs> Number 88 is Bringing Up Baby. It's a Cary Grant romantic comedy, or I think they call it like comedy romantic. They call it something that is slightly different because it's more zany, right? There's there's Jaguars zany. in this one. Very zany. Uh, number 87, 12 Angry Men. This is basically all any American knows about how courtrooms work and juries work where you know it's about a jury and they acquit don't they at the end they do acquit they meet the glove up does not fit the glo- that's not what happens <laughs> very different courtroom than vertigo 
Oh, yeah. Number 86 is Platoon, which is the, I can do this, Charlie Sheen Vietnam film. Yep. It is the inferior one, although it does does give us a sort of generalized conglomeration of Vietnam experience, all kind of compacted into one person and one, you guessed it, Platoon. Yes. Uh, number 85, A Night at the Opera. Uh, this is Groucho Marx, and I think it's the Groucho Marx one that I liked better. And I mean, you really just need, it's a cartoon, basically, with Groucho Marx. Well, there's more than just Groucho Marx there. I hope you realize that. Well, Harpo, Chico, Paul. Paul? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Carl. Carl Marx is there. Carl Marx. <laughs> Number 84 is Easy Rider. It is the film in which people are trekking on down in New Orleans for Mardi Gras and getting to drugs along the way. Jack Nicholson is there briefly and gets yes. brutally murdered. Seems like a misuse of Nicholson, but... No, it's his best role. Uh, this is me, number 83, Titanic. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio becomes king of the world, uh, has a romance, it ends tragically, uh, and his girlfriend Kate uh, Winslet goes on to live a very long life. Sounds like a very different movie. <laughs> he became <laughs> the king of the movie? world. He becomes king of the world. He says it. Yep. You're right. When you say something, it's reality. I, listen, try declaring bankruptcy. See how that goes. <laughs> I don't think I can shout I bankrupt and have it. I declare bankruptcy. It's not one of those speech acts. Anyway, 82 is Sunrise. <laughs> it's parabolic in the sense that it's a parable story about loving the one you're with and only staying true to them. Ooh, I like that little reference. Number 81, Spartacus. Uh, this is another sword and sandals. Kirk Port, R.I.P. Kirk Douglas. Uh, Wait, is Kirk who- Douglas dead? Yeah, he died like last week. Whoa, missed that. Yeah, he died. Uh, so R.I.P. Kirk Kirk Douglas. Uh, Spartacus. He's a gladiator. Sword and sandal. His friends stand up for him at the end. Number eighty is the apartment, which is the Jack Lemmon film about trying to make it in a modern world that breaks you down into pieces like capitalism i love jack lemon i'll just say it i would I'll marry him it. at the end of would the movie you? would you yeah he makes a nice lady yeah i'd marry him too number 79 the wild bunch uh this is the first of our deconstructive westerns on this list uh where the old west is no longer white hats and black hats but just a lot of badness number 78 is our first of the charlie chaplin films modern times this is like the apartment about the deconstructive nature of modernity and capitalism although of course in the much more fun light of the tramp i think that one has the most to say of all the charlie chaplin movies number 77 all the president's men this is dustin hoffman uh president robert redford uh and they uh, uncover that nixon you know did some bad shit did you say president robert redford yeah, he's the president in Watchmen, and I just like to live in that reality where he's, he's the, the president. He's the president in that TV show, Watchmen? Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I hear is really bad. No, it was really good. Okay, well, we talked to different people, obviously. Maybe. <laughs> Number 76 is Forrest Gump, which is the sort of magical realist story about a man with learning disabilities who goes through, like, every major event of nostalgic america history and like the 60s kind of spread around that era number 75 in the heat of the night this is about uh racism and crime i don't and and sexual assault 
Number 74 is The Silence of the Lambs, which is the murder thriller where Sir Anthony Hopkins is the murderer who has to give help Clarice Starling capture Wild Bill. Hil- Hillary, did you say Hillary Starling and Wild Bill? Did I, I don't think I said, I'm pretty sure I said Clarice Starling. But it's Buffalo Bill. <laughs> You're right. It's not Wild Bill. Wild it, it is Bill. Buffalo Bill. <laughs> but Wild Bill uh, is a name. Wild Bill Hickok. Yeah. Wild Which Bill is Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Uh, just like in number 73, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yet another set of gunslingers uh, who don't, you know, they don't make it out in the end. It's it's sort of about one last go. Number 72 is the Shawshank Redemption. Speaking of someone who does get out at the end, Andrew Dufresne Ooh. escapes and hopes to bring, oh, what's his name? Morgan Freeman with him. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Oh, what's his name? Oh, uh, number 71, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, World War II, Tom Hanks dies for your sins. Uh, America's tough. World War II is no fun. He's not dying for anyone's sins. I mean, he does, though. No, he Simba. dies completing his mission, but Matt Damon do it, didn't do anything wrong. He got caught. He got caught? Caught where? He didn't get caught. You're right. (laughs) Number 70 (laughs) is A Clockwork Orange, which is a great sort of surreal film about violence and sexuality and how it's so pervasive that it imagined a dystopian future in which that takes over and does a very good job with it. Number 69, Tootsie. This is where Dustin Hoffman cross-dresses and is able to solve sexism. At least on a local level with his girlfriend. Yes. Number 68 is Unforgiven. It's Clint Eastwood's final Western film. I don't think it's deconstructive Western. I think it's a pretty linear, straight and narrow, white hat, black hat Western, and ultimately wasn't that much of a fan of it. Number 67, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, which is a uh, little peek into the sordid lives of of uh academics and that world number 66 is raiders of the lost ark it's our introduction to indiana jones and all the fun that he gives us and really we could think about harrison ford being cemented in sort of the american legacy you know he's han solo he's indiana jones it's it's also decker it's a, he's a few people we really like a few people we like number 65 the african queen this is uh Humphrey Bogart and my girlfriend, Catherine Hepburn, uh, just trangling down the, uh, is it the Amazon? No, it's the Congo, I thought. The Congo? I don't know. They're on a boat in Africa going down the river, and they sink a Nazi ship or something. Yeah, a Nazi destroyer at the end. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Didn't really, that's came kind of out of left field, but we'll take it. Number 64 is Network which I just listened to someone talk about the acting and how brilliant it was. But what I mostly remember from that film is a lot of yelling and a lot of smoldering Faye Dunaway. Oh, yeah, Faye. That's really all that's worth remembering from that movie. Number 63, Cabaret. Uh, This is Liza Minnelli uh, and co. um, Dancing their nights away and drinking their nights away. And the Nazis are quietly rising behind them. Number 62 is American Graffiti. Remember how I talked about all those memorable roles that Harrison Ford had? This is not one of them. This is a terrible movie about 
old dumb cars and nothing really happens and i I find this movie depressing number 61 sullivan's travels this is the one i never remember what the hell it's about this is where he goes and pretends to be poor yeah yes he pretends to be poor is this walls of jericho nope no that's the other one that i mix up with this one but Sullivan's you're right travels. about it. he prints be poor so he can make a better film about the working people. About the working, the yeah. Yeah, and and that's about all I remember. And guess what? He falls in love. And the Walls of Jericho, right? No, stop with the Walls of Jericho. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Number 60 <laughs> is Duck Soup. is another Marx Brothers film. This one's about the war that sort of crops up between their two imaginary kingdoms. And then also those weird interstitials with like lemonade and popcorn that don't really fit anywhere. Yeah. Uh, number 59, Nashville. This movie, uh, honestly, I don't remember what it was about. I didn't like it. Jeff Goldblum was in it and he rides on a motorcycle. It's This was about like country music and poly- I, oh, I don't. Let's stop talking about it. Number 58 is The Gold Rush is the second of the Charlie Chaplin films where he's in Alaska looking for gold. It was entertaining, but I didn't find it nearly as entertaining as In Modern Times or the other one we'll talk about soon. Uh, number 57, Rocky. This is the, probably the greatest sports film ever made about Rocky, who goes the distance, he becomes a boxer, but he loses at the end. But it doesn't matter, he's won his personal journey. Number 56 is Jaws. It's a fantastic <laughs> horror thriller about a giant shark that makes Matt never want to go into the ocean. Uh, number 55, North by Northwest. This is Matt's least favorite Alfred, Hitch- Alfred Hitchcock movie. It's a thriller, but it's also sort of deconstructing and making fun of the thriller. Number 54 is MASH. This is the film, much less popular than the TV show. The recast practically everybody. But the thing we should all remember about this is that though it was about the Korean War, we really were talking about the Vietnam War because that was the current thing. Yes, and we continue into the Vietnam War with number 53, The Deer Hunter. This is Bob De Niro uh, and his friends in Vietnam. Russian roulette happens. He is fucked up. He has to go back and save his buddy. Doesn't end well. Number 52 is Taxi Driver. Are we talked about Vietnam yet? Because uh, no. De Niro is in this one, and he's also a veteran of Vietnam, obviously clearly traumatized, and goes on a rampage to try to affect some kind of control over his life yeah number 51 west side story this is romeo and juliet with uh you know the sharks and the jets number 50 is the lord (laughs) of the rings the fellowship (laughs) of the ring greatest fantasy story ever told on film yeah i'm just checking yeah i just looked it up it's true yeah Okay. I think I think that is true. Number 49, Intolerance. Don't know why this turd is on here, uh, but our good friend D.W. Griffith uh, shows us lots of intolerant he's, scenes he's your from good history. Friend, he's not my friend. Oh, he's not mine. <laughs> he's, I don't know who's his friend. <laughs> I don't know who put him on this list. Keep going. Number 48 is Rear Window, Hitchcock film. Really like it. James Stewart. Ah, in, I'm in this movie. A really seated thriller but it had me on the edge of my seat <laughs> that's great uh number 47 a streetcar named desire uh and this of course is marlon brando uh vivian lee and kim hunter in new orleans uh living a sort of uh seedy lifestyle where you know blanche dubois holds on to her lost youth and well marlon brando and her don't get along so well at the end well he rapes her yeah 
Yeah, Let's not sugarcoat it. This is yeah. Good. He rapes her, and they put her away. Yep. Number forty six is it happened one night. Ethan, do you know anything about this film you'd like to tell us? This this one is Clark Gable, Frank Capra. It happened one night. This is Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy no, Stewart. No, there's no Jimmy Stewart here. No. I was no fishing for I the don't... walls of Jericho from you. Oh, walls of Jericho. This is the walls of Jericho. It's the reporter who tries to get the scoop on the heiress and falls in love with her, and then finally the walls of Jericho come down. Yeah, this one is just basically Sullivan's Travels, but... No, no, it is not. (laughs) (laughs) Number 45, uh, my favorite person, my mechanic, Shane. Uh, That's actually my mechanic's name. This is a a pretty classic Western in in the sort of, you know, old school, good guy comes into town, cleans up the town, and... Gets the heck out of there. Rise up in the sunset. Number 44 is the Philadelphia story. This is the Midsummer Night's Dream film with, what's his name? Jimmy Stewart. See, this one has Jimmy Stewart. And Cary Grant in the shuffling about until they all, we end up with like a couple weddings, basically. Yep. Uh, Number 43, Midnight Cowboy. This one I truly love. Uh, We've got um, John Voight is from Texas. He's a cowboy. He goes to... New York City to be a gigolo doesn't work out so well for him. He and Dustin Hoffman have a some perhaps homoerotic relationship, and uh, yeah, Dustin Hoffman doesn't make it. It's pretty sad. I feel like he just added that homoerotic part into it. I don't know. They they live in that little apartment together. It's You're right. If you live with another man, you it's I mean, homoerotic. They're not living in like a. Ba- oh, I, I mean, bet you're going to say if you have sex with another man, that's homoerotic, huh? Well, definitely. I mean, that you know, some might say that we have a homoerotic relationship. Some might. <laughs> I don't know. We can check the slash fiction on that. Yeah. What if what if somebody's writing fan fiction about us? I think I would know just intrinsically. I would just feel it out in the ether. Yeah. I think no. I think what happens is I dream it and then it becomes reality. Well, there. the question is, who do they think is better looking? Right. Is that a question? I think so. <laughs> Just, I think it's very important. <laughs> Number forty-two is Bonnie and Clyde. It's the story of Bonnie and Clyde, and Clyde has male dysfunction. Yeah, or something. Yeah, he's sort of found up in some sexual problems, which might have been historical, but that's not really important. Oh, that's the movie. Okay, number forty-one, King that Kong. That was the movie. That was the movie. Number forty-one, King Kong is uh, you know, giant monkey goes on rampage in New York, brought back from Skull Island. Beauty and the Beast doesn't end well for him. That sounds like every that's the end of every fucking movie on this list doesn't end well for him. Yeah, we have a a real love of of darkness here in this country. So everyone knows sunsets here. Number forty is the sound of music. Speaking of endings, this one actually ends well. They escaped Switzerland and escaped the Nazi party, but not without a great deal of, I would say shenanigans, but they're more serious than that, right? Yeah. Number 39, Dr. Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, is uh, a wonderful Kubrick film. Is this our first Kubrick film on the list? Where he? No, no, we've got uh, Clockwork. Oh, Clockwork, yes. Uh, this is about the threat of nuclear war. And, you know, it More doesn't like end well for anybody. It, you know? Yes, it is. Yeah. Number 38 is The Treasure of the Sierra Madre. This is Humphrey Bogart as the bad guy. As and it's about guy. how this obsession for wealth really is just dust in the wind, like that Kansas song. 
Ah, number 37, the best years of our lives. Is this the World War II returning movie? Yep. Oh, this is with that man who can do things with his hooks that I can't even do with my hands. Uh, yeah, it's about readjusting after World War II in America. Number 36 is The Bridge on the River Kwai. This is also a World War II film, but from the British side in the sense that we've got people who are going to go blow up this bridge. and One's an American. It's actually, um, oh, help me out. What's his name? Holden. William Holden. William and Holden. then you've got Obi-Wan Bridge Kenobi on the other side. It's captured soldier. Him and his, I believe, company is the size that's been captured. And they're trying to do stiff upper lip and build that bridge. But it's also an obsession obsession uh number 35 annie hall this is woody allen's romantic comedy with diane keaton that sort of launches uh her career this is really the only well not the only woody allen movie w- worth watching but one of the few uh and if you've seen any romantic comedy you kind of know how this one goes do you i mean they don't end up together do they i don't remember if they do no they don't but i think that's kind of i you know most romantic point is that most romantic comedies they end up together well they either end up together or they don't wow I mean, this one they don't you're right that you know what they all do or they don't they do or they don't you know in all all movies all horror movies you either live or you die you either live or you die and in this world i truly believe that it's either milk or be milked so okay. take that for what it's worth let's move past that quickly Number 34 is Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, the first animated feature-length film. Still very good-looking, but ultimately devoid of, like, any powerful plot. No, yeah. Number 33, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. This is uh, our good friend... Um, I don't remember our good Jack, friend's name. Jack Nicholson. Okay. Jack Nicholson. Uh, he pretends to be insane, goes to the insane asylum, helps people out, makes their lives better, but doesn't end well for him he gets that nice lobotomy causes too much trouble number 32 is the godfather part two we haven't seen it moving on number 31 the maltese falcon this is a pretty classic humphrey bogart uh film noir uh the maltese falcon itself is of course a MacGuffin. doesn't really matter number 30 is apocalypse now this is the martin sheen vietnam movie this one i think is far superior it's just one you have to sit in and stew in and just it's it's almost episodic and it's crazy, almost post-apocalyptic nature. Uh, number 29 is Double Indemnity. Uh, yet another film noir. Uh, and I mean, it's a film noir. It, Except for it's told from the perspective of the bad guy. Uh, yes, it is told from the perspective of the bad guy. And, you know, it's got that classic femme fatale, the whole thing. Cool cars. I like it. Number 28 is all about Eve. Got an aged woman celebrity trying to stave off the next generation coming up. And in this case, the next generation, Eve, is this like sociopath who's looking to just take over her life. Number 27, High Noon. This is notable because it is a cowboy film that happens in just about real time. Number 26 is Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. This is Jimmy Stewart as Mr. Smith. And guess what? He goes to Washington and actually achieves rooting out some of the corruption. Number 25, To Kill a Mockingbird. Gregory Peck uh, as Atticus Finch uh, defends the rights of black people. That's very misconstruing what that film was about. It's like five minutes of that film. Yeah. Well, it's really about his daughter Scout and her growing up in the South. But 
it's remembered for Atticus Finch being incorrectly, I would say. Yeah, yeah, incre- actually, absolutely incorrectly. Number twenty four is E. T. the extraterrestrial boy meets aliens. Your typical boy meets alien story, and then alien has to go home <laughs> after he. <laughs> it's, like, it's like typical alien boy one night stand situation. Well, and listen, as in any boy meets alien movie, they either are get together or they don't. <laughs> you're right you're absolutely right <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> number 23 the grapes of wrath this is about the okies this is about uh the the uh, dust bowl and how awful that was hey does it end well for them i don't think it do- well i do- i don't think individually it ends well for them but it ends well i think for their ancestors. it's hopeful it doesn't end well for them <laughs> i could just answer your question number 22 is some like it hot this is the Marilyn Monroe, Jack Lemon, other guy whose name Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis, whatever. And uh, Jack Lemon, you know, nobody's perfect. I honestly don't remember what happens in that movie. Uh, <laughs> number twenty-one, Chinatown. Uh, this is Jack Nicholson doing the uh, film noir thing in color. Is that all it is? That's all it is. It's pretty good. And Faye China- Dunaway. It's just Chinatown. It's just, listen, it's just Chinatown. That's what I should have just said. It's just Chinatown. Number 20 is It's a Wonderful Life. Guess what? James Stewart and his uh, touched by an angel moment where he goes back and sees himself not exist. That's only like 20, 20 minutes of the movie. The rest of it is like the slow descent of his life. Where did the angel touch him? All over, I assume. I don't know. How much do you have to touch someone to make them go back in time and see themselves not born? I assume it's transmitted by touch, but you know, I, I'm I'm not off my angelology. No, I I don't know either. Uh, number nineteen on the waterfront. This is Marlon Brando uh, as a dock worker who gets embroiled in a murder plot, and well, do you know what I'm gonna say? No, doesn't end well for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> number eighteen is the general. It's about that train that Buster Keaton is on and steals yeah. it for the South. And becomes like an officer in the Confederacy. Uh, it's a good movie, but can't really get behind the themes of it. Politics ain't great. Number thirty or number thirty. Number seventeen, The Graduate, one of my absolute favorite uh, movies. Dustin Hoffman is a recent graduate who, uh, college graduate that is, who doesn't really know what to do with his life, and so he languishes uh, in hedonism for a little bit. Uh, has a few uh, affairs with. Uh, well with an older woman and tries to marry her daughter number 16 is sunset boulevard's william holden again and another aged celebrity he is catering to her kind of becomes a kept man and uh a la breakfast at tiffany's kind of picks uh, yeah. up on that later they even kind of look very similar those guys but it ends in her descent into a kind of madness where she kills him and is ready for a close-up Oh, I just wish I could be a kept man. Number 15, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Uh, this is Stanley Kubrick's uh, meditation on uh, existence and life. And the future. And the future. Number 14 is Psycho. This is Hitchcock as well. Another thriller, psychological aspects involved in this as well. Stunning for our protagonist being killed like halfway through the film. Very effective movie. Uh, number 13, Star Wars. Uh, this is a little film uh, all about the rebellion against the evil empire. They uh, fight Darth Vader. and How does it end for them? Uh, well, for the empire, it doesn't end well. 
<laughs> Number 12 is The Searchers, and this is John Wayne in a frankly terrible movie that is racist, sexist, misogynist on top of that sexism, and just hackneyed and poor. And guess what? Don't watch it. It's terrible. Not, I, you know, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. It was like number 97 on the list last time. Now it's up at the 12. Yeah, I don't, that, well, yeah, I, anyway, number 11, City Lights, Charlie Chaplin, uh, falls in love, uh, but he's poor and, you know, it's hard to fall in love when you're poor and your girlfriend's blind. He gives her wonderful eye surgery. He does. He gets her the eye surgery. Number 10 is The Wizard of Oz. It is the film in which Dorothy and the lion and the tin man and the scarecrow go get their heart's desires, which were in them the whole time from our good friend, Frank Morgan. And that'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it until the rundown part 19. These things get longer and looser as we go. I don't think that's a bad thing. Really see how we truly feel about these films. Do you remember the very first one where it was very serious and very quick and we cared about our lives and we were young and we were fresh? Younger. We were younger, definitely more fresh. I think I still care about my life. I don't know what you're going through right now, but <laughs> maybe we could talk about it off mic. Thank you, Matt. But we're going to be done here. And so until <laughs> next time, I have been Matt Bazell. And I'm always Ethan Knight. And there will be spoilers. Yeah, there, there sure as fuck will be. There Will Be Spoilers 100 Films 100 Podcasts was created and hosted by Matt Bazell and me, Ethan Knight. Matt Bazell produces our episodes each week. Our music was created by the strange and unusual Breakmaster Cylinder, who you can find all over the internet. Our artwork was created by Becca Knight, who can be found on Twitter at Becca the Knight, and that's Knight with a K. You can follow There Will Be Spoilers on Twitter at SpoilersCast, and you can hear more episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. If you like our podcast, you can support us on Patreon for $5 a month at patreon.com spoilerscast. Your donation gives you access to two extra bonus episodes a month. Thank you for listening, and please tune in next week for more spoilers. Spoilers.